You know what? I, I, this is how I believe, okay? I'm from the old school. I mean, the party's already starting. Fun things are happening. Steve O, Dave Kohler. Oh, speaking of Dave Kohler, um, he's got some good, some inside stuff that's happening that I had no idea. Uh, international stuff. Yeah, this old Kohler. school is going to be around a story. We're not just going to BS it a little bit. It's going to be more like the Friday Post Game Show, which I don't think it's anyone here knows about. <laughs> we'll tell them. It's a secret. We need yeah. some crossover. Promotion. Yeah, every once in a while, you're watching this, so figure out how to watch the Friday Post Game Show. You'll be one of 19 people who figure it out, and you'll enjoy it. You'll see me and Steve on there. I say, who's featured? Does the guy still have Malcolm come on a lot? Yeah, Malcolm comes. Yeah. He's the one that organizes the fun games. You know, like weekly world news. Yeah. You know what? The, the promo for uh, for Friday Post Game looks so fun. Yeah. Also, I've been asked about 72 times to be on, and I have not. And Malcolm, I think, gave up on me. Yeah. It's not that you... It, apparently, it's not that you say no. It's that you don't even respond at all. <laughs> so, yeah, he gave up on me. <laughs> A rejection would be the kind thing for you to do. If it, you know, nobody wants to hear no. You just no, no, that's not true. We we want clarity. Yeah. <laughs> so here's a story that I read a while back. There's a problem in the Israeli army that Hamas people are catfishing Israeli soldiers. So the Hamas militants or officials or whatever, they're hackers, are posing as women. And they're tricking Israeli soldiers into following them on their cell phones and following them on social media. So and then awesome. eventually, once they get, gain their confidence, they they download something onto their some malicious software onto their phones. And then Hamas uses that to to grab data and intelligence and spy on the Israeli soldiers. Is there a point when the soldiers realize what has happened, or they just continue to use their phone like normal? There's no pop up that says change your password. No, I I think. The soldiers never realize it until that chick that they were so hot for all of a sudden disappears. <laughs> or their superior officers tell them, what, the fuck, what are you doing? This is awesome. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's unbelievable. Just, it's amazing, but yet yeah, totally believable that across every culture, no matter what the conflict is, honey traps always work, right? Yeah. Guys are smitten by the, the, the notion of hooking up with a super hot girl, I suppose. Right? And they're making it easier. We were talking, yeah, and, they, and they do stupid things because of it. Yeah, yeah we talked last time in old school about, about how people, um, you know, they, they, college students do it differently. We used to try and hang out in different ways. But now it's so easy, it crosses all these lines. Suddenly you can be like, yeah, Israeli soldier here, check this out. <laughs> Here's Kim. <laughs> yeah, but you think of the Israeli-Palestinian conflict, it, there's nothing funny about it. It's horrible, it's right? tragic, it's sad, but this thing is hilarious. Uh, and I am glad every time I hear that someone's conducting warfare without violence, whether it's Russian hacking or mm. Hamas catfishing, it's better than shooting the Israeli soldiers. That's where I thought you were actually going to go with. I thought you were going to say they lure them into a place and then no, murderous things happen. And just, I was like, I was trying to laugh at this They're just putting on malware onto their phones to, to grab But then it, you know what happened? One day, Kim will be real. One of these days. You know, we've seen catfish. Everybody's watched catfish the show. No, no. I, I I I've seen like maybe ten minutes. Of one it's a episode. good show. Well, at least I'm burnt out I, on it. I heard I it's, it. I heard it's very like once you watch it, you're kind of hooked. Yeah, you're catfished into it. Yeah. <laughs> it's weird how it works because <laughs> now you're trying to imagine what is it that's gonna, that you ooh, was that's going to happen exactly how they're going to look. Is it going to be real? Is it going to be not real? So 
no matter what, even after they end up finding out of their superiors, these soldiers get tricked into, into giving up the information. Guess what guys will do? I'll do it again. Do it again. Yeah. <laughs> well, but this time it's real. <laughs> exactly. Like, yeah, before. Yeah, I could tell the difference. Yeah. This, this <laughs> yeah. See, last time when I, I made the mistake, is I didn't make her send me a picture with a card next to her face saying, this is Kim. I just had let her send me a random picture of this woman, and it was nonsense. So you try and, try and break through all the barriers. There's one part of the article that was a little weak. Uh, some of these women, because they don't want to actually talk, so they claim they have some kind of speech impediment. <laughs> that sounds really weak. So if you're falling for that, uh, Israel's got to up the standards on who they recruit for their military. So, I, you know, I, I met my wife long before the internet was a thing. So I never had this experience of meeting people online. But uh, we have some friends who, you know, got married later in life. And there was a time when they were meeting people, like real people, on Craigslist, which I found oh to be God. shocking, right? Um, and then Craigslist became a terrible cesspool, and I guess that part of Craigslist is now gone. Well, there was a section like personal singles. I thought yeah. it's, not, it's not still there. No, that's was gone. Was the other one that was called when Miss Connections was it called? There was yeah, there was a Miss Connections. That's gone too. I don't know. Oh, okay, yeah, sorry. yeah, the whole section up on on Craigslist where they allow people to meet mm -hmm. gone because I think that I think Congress oh, passed yeah. a law like anti. Sex uh, trafficking kind of well, stuff. Well, I assume it would have held that. Craigslist responsible for anything that yeah. happened or something. Yeah, it's kind of not Craigslist's fault. But I was thinking maybe someone got you know some psychopath is on no. Craigslist meeting people. And then no, a friend of mine actually met a real woman, and they went out multiple times and had a brief relationship. Like it was unbelievable. Well, the total. So Craigslist evolved. There was a time when it was legit personals to meet people, like you say. Then it became just to meet real people, not prostitution, but just to have sex. Then it became prostitution, then it became outlawed. Well, I mean, let's keep it real. I go on Craigslist a lot, and it's for cars and car parts, and I don't trust that. <laughs> like, oh, really? Oh, you have a steering wheel for an 84 Corvette? Please, get the fuck out of here. So, like, what you do is you have to read very specifically, because no lie, if someone posts a car on Craigslist, and they say it's an 87, and I know what an 87 Chevy Camaro looks like. And the picture you posted is of a 92. I'm like, okay, you're, something else is wrong here because you don't even know which car you have. So it's like a catfish for cars there. So even approaching, believing that as a human that I'm interested in dating on Craigslist, first of all, if she's real, I don't want her because she's <laughs> crazy to put herself out there. <laughs> when this was legit on Craigslist, the, the, your attitude would have been wrong. There were real... Women and Do they put pictures there. up too? This is I like a pre-Insta, what was it? What's the, what are they doing now? What are the Skype <coughs> one? Or Tinder. Is that the first one? Yeah. No, well, I don't think late. Tinder is the first There's one. But I mean, is it kind of like that where they at least post pictures? It's like, oh, I'm going to write a paragraph about who I am, Pro I and somehow so. that's supposed to well, work. What, what there are those real like dating apps. Like Those I trust, right? I mean, the ones where you have to pay a monthly fee and all that. Oh. I think those are legit. What are those ones? Um, um, Match.com. Uh, match all the those, right? They yeah. own all of them, yeah. Tom Hank met on Match.com. Really? He met his wife on Match.com. I did not know that. Yeah. my brother. Yeah, that's how they got married. So like those things are are legit, oh. but like some of these free sites where it just kind of degenerates at some point into, you know, either prostitution or trafficking or <clears throat> porn kind of stuff. Um, yeah, there was a very brief. That's that's a problem, right? Everything degenerates into porn and sex. <laughs> but there's a brief moment where it was actually fulfilling the function that it was supposed to fulfill. You have to hit it in the sweet yeah. spot. Yeah. But I'm with you, Jr. Um, when I was getting when we were uh, remodeling our house. 
Um, I had a bunch of stuff to sell, like appliances, but I didn't want random strangers coming to my house. Totally. And um, so I would, whatever I could carry, I would put into my car, and I would meet them in the parking lot of a nearby grocery store. And it's like so sketchy. I was there once to meet my person, and then this other person comes up to me, and he looks around like this. He goes, hey, are you Jonathan? Like, (laughs) no. And I don't know what you're up to, but I don't feel comfortable anymore, right? Like, like in the darkness, like this guy comes, I didn't even see him approach me. before you said Jonathan? No, I I think it's probably maybe a drug deal or something. I don't know what it is. I hope you change supermarkets after that. (laughs) It's the one right near my house. I walked there. Um, But yeah, so I gave up and I just sold all my appliances to like, my neighbor. You start. Oh, you stop doing the yeah, the random I, meetings. It, it's it's too much work. Yeah. Well, I mean, I just gave it all away to. First of uh, all, I hope goodwill. you don't think that was weird because uh. of course I do that. I don't let anybody come to my house and yeah. find out where I live. If I'm selling something. Um, there was uh, first off, I sold again. We'll go back to the cars, but I sold a car on Craigslist because it was an older one. But it was it was a Camaro, and then the guy came by. I couldn't take it to another spot. Because it was just, it, I had it on non-op. I didn't want to get pulled over. So I had him come by, and I was like, hope he buys this. But then the problem comes, hey, you're going to give me $2,500 of cash? You're going to be $2,500 bills, huh? So <laughs> so then we're in the back alley like 25 times. And I'm like, shit, is a gun going to come out next and be like, I'm going to keep this money while I go ahead and take your car? It's so easy. Like you're setting yourself up for a situation here. If you say, yeah, or if you're the guy that's coming to buy, yeah, you're like, most I'm coming with $2,500 of cash, unmarked bills. <laughs> most of the Be time, there. people are legit. <laughs> so speaking of $2,500 in cash, um, a couple of years ago, I had to do a trip to China for work. They wanted me to speak at some, some event, um, and they said they would uh, pay for my expenses. <clears throat> so it was like $2,500 in expenses, but instead of paying me with like, I don't know, like an electronic transfer or whatever, mm-hmm. they decided to pay me in cash, <laughs> which is, I thought was the weirdest thing. How long ago was this? This is like three years ago. And, mm-hmm. uh, and so the guy uh, and his secretary, they come up to my hotel room, and I thought they were going to just hand me a check. He takes out like a, <laughs> like a stack, like a stack of bills, and just starts counting them out on my bed. <laughs> this is so, it was so weird. And the, is this, a, a, you said he had a secretary with him too? Yeah. That's yeah. the reverse of what usually happens in hotels. <laughs> exactly. Money's going the other way. <laughs> the, That's right. That was the one and only time I've ever been paid in a hotel room. <laughs> and he brings a woman with him. <laughs> that a woman paid and me. Then, yeah. <laughs> just kidding. We're kidding here. Yeah. Um, no, it was, it was, and then it was weird. I was like just carrying around a stack of cash with me. But then you immediately want to put it somewhere, right? Like, I don't want to hold walk around in, in any circumstance... With I don't know I don't like having five, like more than one bill. It's a large bill on me. I'm not you're gonna do way it. too nervous. Yeah, and you're crazy. I, I carry yeah. a stack all mm-hmm. the time. He was on a work trip. He wasn't exploring the underground neighborhoods of China. But at some point, you may leave the room. You don't want to have it on you. At some point. No, my main problem is I would lose it. I'm not afraid of you know someone you know robbing me. I'm just afraid I'm gonna lose it. I'm gonna log that. Yeah. Steve O carries large bills and is not <laughs> watching his back. <laughs> so I, I did lose something just this weekend. I lost my wallet. Disaster. I just gone to the bank and I took out four hundred bucks, which is the maximum I can take out with mm-hmm. my ATM card. I took it out to give it to my parents because I'm a nice son. <laughs> but I screwed up, so I lost my wallet. So not only did I not pay my parents four hundred bucks, 
Fantastic. They give me cash so I could get home. I had nothing, okay? So I had no credit card, no cash, nothing. So they want to give me 150 bucks. So you like, gotta run this scam more. Total fail. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna run that scam. Be like, yeah, mom came by to give you some cash, but I mean, I need some now. I spent six hours today at the DMV. Today? Today. I, I waited two hours in line uh, before I talk to a human being. It's 2020. You can do it differently now. No, I can't. Not I, if I you couldn't. need it right away. I need it right away because uh, I lost my license. Oh, you lost Everything it. was gone. Yeah. Oh, oh my God. God. Yeah. Meanwhile, your parents have your wallet in their kitchen drawer. Isn't it? <laughs> I wish I were the case. <laughs> yeah. That was actually, you know, it reminded me, you said you went to the parking lot for Craigslist. Yeah. I'm not sure if I've told this story on here before, but my cousin, who is, um, he's an actor and he produces and everything, and this is early on when he first moved here, he bought a really expensive HD camera, and he didn't need it anymore, so he put it up on Craigslist, right? Except he had to drive all the way down to, like, near San Diego to sell it to these guys who were, like, a Christian group, like, they need it for their recordings, for their services. So it was like, you know, some very mild-mannered Christians, they're not going to do anything, right? But he's related to me, so he's paranoid like I am. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he said, Jay, can you come down with me to San Diego because I'm selling this. Wait, like- is this the cousin that play, plays basketball yeah. with us? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So he's like, come down to San Diego with me. You have an afternoon off. Again, this is before I was married and kids, so I could do anything. Now I'd be like, <laughs> kidding me? I can't go anywhere. What's wrong with you? Uh, so we drove down to San Diego with a camera, and we were going to meet these guys to give us like $1,200. It was a really nice camera. And... Um, he gets there, and I'm like, okay, this is what we're going to do. I don't know who these guys are. They're going to meet us in a, it was a mall parking lot. Mm-hmm. And it was at the stre- far stretches ends of the parking lot. I was like, this defeats the purpose. We're not supposed to meet at the ends of the parking lot where no one is parked. We're supposed to meet in the front, yeah. generally, not we're in front, of, not in the middle walking. of everybody, but we're supposed to be somewhat busy. Anyway. Um, yeah, a public forum. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. we met way in the back, which made me go, okay. So I decided, since he has the camera, I had to play the role of the scary guy. Just in case they're trying something. So I didn't say anything. He got out of the car, and I waited. Then I got out and swung around the back end, and they didn't know I was coming. And I just stood at the edge of the car, and he's at the front of the car, and I'm just sitting there. I'm just looking at him while they do the transaction. There's three of these guys, and they're the most square white guys, Christian white guys you'll ever meet. Like, it's... The epitome. They must of, have scared shitless. Two scary black guys. One guy's not even talking. He's just staring them down. It was so perfect. <laughs> with dread. It was terrified. <laughs> and I saw how scared they were. And I was like, I'm keeping this because mission accomplished. This is the point. He saw decide to play this whole Christian role. This shit is not going to go down this way. So I stood there and they were so, they suddenly got really nervous. And they were like, Okay, okay, okay. And they're like really <laughs> fast. Want to get this money out of their hands and get this camera back so they can get out of here. And we just fell in the, got in the car, fell out laughing. I was like, I don't know, man. I had to play the, I had to play the role because I was worried. I was like, I don't know where we are. We're at some random parking lot down in San Diego, exchanging money and an expensive ass camera. So I, you know, you, sometimes you have to be the guy. Sure, but in the first five seconds, I think you could have determined you, you no longer <coughs> have to play the role. Nope, I don't believe any of this. No, um, no way. Your cousin is he. He looks. Less scary than you. I mean, he looks kind of clean cut. He's smaller, right? Yeah. 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 So I guess it worked out well that he's yeah. the one that's, that's actually selling the camera. And I'm the one that's the silent guy on the other side. Uh, there's, there's no reason to trust any of, the, any of these people. There's no reason. Why would I? If I want to rob someone, I'm going to look like the clean cut guy who's absolutely not going to hurt you. And then I will hurt you. That's the guy I'm looking out for. Yeah. 
you're right. There's also no reason to drive to San Diego to do that in the first place. Uh, of course it was, $1,200. $1,200 yeah, right. before Camry didn't need anymore. Someone in yeah, well, County, I guess he's the only one who yeah, trusted right. this guy, and he's like, oh, you're, once he talks on the phone, oh, you're a black guy? Yeah, another deal's off. That's <laughs> <laughs> probably what happened many times. I also did this, sorry. I'm going to go through all of my paranoid moments. I had to walk my dog in the middle of the night once. You got a little bit of a <clears throat> Todd Gurley look about you today. And I did this with my hair. For people who are listening, I put my hood over my face, and I put my hair like this. It was pitch black night. And I walked my dog, because it's not an intimidating dog. He's a... The owner's intimidating. So I walked around like this, so I could still see, and I'm walking down the street with my dog. Because I'm like, I'm going to be the scary guy. Instead of me having to deal with someone who thinks that I'm some kind of a target. So... This guy was on the same side of the street coming what towards What part me. of town do you live, JR? You are it crazy. It doesn't matter. That's You're crazy. Thing. Yep, that's what you guys said about me. If I, if I ever go to life of crime, I'm going to your neighborhood and I'm robbing everybody. Because apparently they don't think anything ever happens. So I'm walking down the street and this guy was coming towards me. And no lie, he saw me. It was good 50 feet away. And he's like... Turn across the street. <laughs> He's like, right. I'm not, Honestly, I'm not I, crossing I, I, this person. I, I, I am the and it was perfect. It's supposed to. I'm not a threat. I know that. But I, I don't know that total, he is. total, total, total opposite of you. I trust everyone. I'm never scared. So um, the the summer between my freshman and I'm sophomore year. I'm never scared. Year, I'm just prepared. But yeah, I'm prepared for, I'm prepared for nothing. It doesn't make sense. You're... Yeah. Looking scary because you think some bad guy will be scared by you. But he's a bad guy. He's Guess not what? Be scared by you. You know who bad guys are? The guys looking for opportunity. When they don't see an opportunity, they're like, this isn't going to work out for me. They don't want a hard, they don't want a hard crime. They want an easy crime. Yeah. You look for easy targets. When you see someone who doesn't look like they're to be fucked with, they're like, yep, yeah, I have the rest of the night to go look for someone else to go ahead and rob because huh? this isn't going to work out for me. That guy is crazy. <laughs> Would you rob a crazy looking motherfucker? Yeah, all right. You got it. Hell no. No, I, yeah, I, I think you are crazy paranoid. That's fine. Still alive. <laughs> so am I. <laughs> so am I, yeah. Hey, you never know. I, I, so uh, um, one summer between my freshman and sophomore year in college. Well, actually, college, you know what? Never robbed either. Just keeping it real. I, I know I, people who were robbed and they survived. Yeah, I was never robbed either. And I spent the whole summer, my job was to go to the worst parts of D.C. I was uh, interning at the Federal Public Defender's Office, and my job was to go interview victims and witnesses of the worst crimes, right? So they're sending me into, like, the worst neighborhoods. Uh-huh. And they gave me, like, some training about how to be prepared and protective. I wasn't paying attention. And I walked all around these neighborhoods, talked to everyone that I saw. And, you know, I would be, like, in these dark alleyways all alone. If something happened to me, no one would ever see or... This is like way before cell phones. <clears throat> Never scared. Nothing ever happened. People, people are generally very good. Like, yeah, they, like they, they yeah. had nothing. Um, I mean, there was no reason for me to be scared. But this is the thing. See how you, you qualify with it was a bad neighborhood? I do that in Beverly Hills. I'm like, I don't trust any of these crazy people. No, there's no way. Why am I, why am I trusting somebody I don't know? You, you, know where, you know where things happen? Everywhere. That's just how it works. There's no reason, like, the, the, why are we playing to the stereotype that only bad neighborhoods things happen in? Well, my point is, I don't believe in the stereotype at all. Like, I don't think bad neighborhoods, uh, like, I'm, like, I'm unsafe there. Uh-huh. I think I'm safe there. But I also think I'm safe in Beverly Hills. <laughs> <laughs> and you are. You're not wrong about yeah. that. Yeah. He's very wrong. Because, um, again, Beverly Hills, I had a car and this guy didn't know what it was. He's like, oh, that's a cool car. I'm in the Ralph's grocery store parking lot and I'm, leaning, I'm putting stuff in my trunk of my car. And he comes up behind me. Oh, what kind of car is that? I'm like, bro. 
So the whole time he's talking to me about my car, and I'm just looking at his waistband, looking at his jacket. This guy, you're nuts. I was, he was 35 seconds from a fuck up. Because I'm like, <laughs> you're straight up. Why am I going to wait? Why are you asking me about my car randomly at 10 o'clock at night? Right, you don't care on. about note this car. Self, Get don't off, talk man. to JR Absolutely. from hey, behind. <laughs> keep that note. That's why you got lucky when we talked about how you tickled that guy in yeah. his armpit. If it was anybody like me, you wouldn't have made it. <laughs> it's just, I'm sorry, man, it's life. And I'm not stressed out. It's just I'm prepared. I notice everything. It's just, it's, it's a natural second nature thing. You, you got to know your surroundings. Know when people are doing this and doing that. I have a plan. If someone tries to rob me, I tell them immediately, don't hurt me. I'll give you everything I got. In fact, I'll take you to the bank right now and get, and get, get more money out for you. I'll Just don't hurt the maximum. me. Yeah. As long as you can find the trunk release point when you're locked in the trunk. It's too bad our me. office now is in this part of town where there's not a lot of people going. We had a lot more fun when we were up on Wilshire Boulevard. There were a lot of interactions at McDonald's and all that. Did I tell you I caught a guy in the office? Like now, poking around in the old, old yeah, office? Yeah, I remember you Yeah, you know what I told him? What are you doing here? Not, can I help you? Oh, you happen to be in the wrong place. No, you are definitely in the wrong fucking place. Get the fuck out. Then don't come back unless you want to. Wait, he was inside our studio? He came and he kept, he wanted to poke his head in and stuff. You know, we'd have the door locked in. I'm like, you don't poke heads in somebody's spot? Are you kidding me? Uh, I guess that's why it happens, man, because they know the targets. Well, you were right that we got robbed back then. Yeah, but you didn't prevent us from getting robbed. No, but I mean, there's a reason why they did it. Yeah. They're like, well, we're going to go on the days when the paranoid black guy isn't there. We're going to go with the gullible white guys and and steal their shit. No, man. So, all right, so I'm I'm a very trusting person, but my wife's worse. So when we're moving from our house to to our, our, our other house, she put all the jewelry into one box, and she labels it jewelry. <laughs> and shockingly, that box turned out to be missing after the movers oh, left. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> so we got all of our jewelry stolen. <laughs> so I said, honey, why don't you just write, take this box full of valuables. Exactly. See, there's an assumption that I'm paranoid. It's more like preparedness. Yeah. It's, a, it's, it's, it's knowing what not to do to make yourselves in, in like, you know, you don't, lock, you don't leave your car <clears throat> And then leave like your wallet sitting there in the middle console. That's an invitation to have your your windows broken. It just is. Nobody does that. You gotta leave your doors unlocked. Yeah, (laughs) but I don't punch people in the face because they walk near my car. (laughs) Well, only if they make the wrong move. (laughs) Only then. Yeah. All right. I think that's it. Another episode um, from old school. Prepared versus not prepared. (laughs) Um, Come back next week. We'll talk about what happened when I ran into somebody in the middle of the night. What happened? We'll see which one of us survived. (laughs) Steve. Sorry. Steve and Dave, thank you guys. Next time.